What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost Lifting Talk. This episode that you guys are about to listen to was probably my favorite episode that I've recorded since beginning this podcast, LNL Talk, almost 40 episodes ago. So it's a conversation between me and one of my clients that I'm currently working with that has been inside of my service since back in September, I think is what it was that we talked about. So she's been working with me since September. She's lost 30 pounds up to this point. And we just talk about her journey and her mindset transformation as well as her body transformation. She's gotten a lot stronger. She has lost a lot of fat and she's just crushing it. She's just doing the simple things day in and day out. And we talk about how she's able to stick with those simple things, the strategies that she uses to stay on track with her nutrition every day and um, how much strength she's gaining in the gym and, and what it's doing to her body and whatnot. So she gives you guys a lot of helpful tips and ideas and mental shifts to incorporate into your own journeys to be able to go out and create the results that you, that you want to as well. And the biggest thing for her, in my opinion, is that she sees the long game. When it comes to changing your body, when it comes to a big fat loss transformation, you have to play the long game. Nothing's going to happen for you fast. You've got to play the long game. And if you don't, you're just setting yourself up for a long-term failure because this is a lifelong journey. And Jen is a prime example of this being a lifelong journey and how to fit fitness into your life without it being too big of an inconvenience and ultimately just being a positive, which changes your life for the better. So I'm super excited for you guys to listen to this. It is a longer episode, but I think you'll find a ton of value inside of the conversation that we have and the mindset that she's been able to adopt since we began working together. So sit back, relax, and let's just hop into the conversation. Yeah. Let's just start, Jen, with talking about. So we started working together back in September, right? Yeah. Back September ninth. Like yeah, September ninth. Well, the I think that was my week Sorry, one. Day. Was September ninth. Yeah. So. so you even know the date. That's we awesome. talked on the third because yeah. that was my anniversary. Oh, so. that's right. That's right. <laughs> so back then, what was the whole purpose of you reaching out? What were you currently? What was currently happening? And what made you reach out to even start to talk about? Um, coaching and, and things like that. Where were you currently at at the time? Um, I was just coming off of um, like an online workout. I won't use the brand name. Sure. It's a pretty big name. And <laughs> you can do it online. And um, <clears throat> I was coming off of that maybe 80 day. I did like two 80 day sessions of that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, not like right up until September 9th, but previous to that, like that last year, I had done a couple of sessions of that and it had gone okay. Like I had definitely seen some good improvements, but not like a good amount of um, weight loss. Sure. And so I thought when working out six, it was six days a week and it was over an hour, sometimes 90 minutes. And I did it because I thought, well, that's what I have to do because in my mind, that's well, if you want to lose weight, you got to work out all mm -hmm. the time. Yeah, It's just what I figured because I don't know. And <clears throat> then I wasn't, I wasn't tracking my food as much. I was not using the app, the, um, the one that I use now. My fitness and pal. yep. Yeah. I was not using that consistently. Like I might go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it's <laughs> like, not finish out. We just, there wasn't that consistency. So sure. I was kind of haphazardly tracking my food 
and um and then just doing a ton of workouts but not seeing like huge results I think I lost like maybe 15 pounds but I mean it took a long time and it just I didn't have any like muscle definition I didn't have like my stamina wasn't that great and like I wasn't increasing my weights I was kind of staying like around the 10 to 15 pound range for everything like I but I, I wasn't doing I don't think I was doing like big compound moves or recall that I'm doing now with, like, the yeah, barbell. Yeah, but sure. I still like even on my curls or on the squats that we did I mean I maybe had 10 or 12 pounds in my hand I mean it was but and it felt like a lot I don't know why it's just sure, yeah. I wasn't making those increases mm-hmm. and so combine all that with some other things in my life that um, were kind of weighing heavily on me. And I, uh, I have been following you on Instagram via, I can't remember how I found you. I was, there's like Katie crew. She does a lot of. You told um, me this, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think I found someone commented something via her with your tag. I don't know. Like who knows how it actually happened. But I remember it was a couple of clicks and I found you. And I really liked your your messages about progress over perfection and consistency, and like it just it it, it was what I needed to hear, but I didn't I didn't know it until sure. I read it, and then right. I it just kind of clicked, and I thought that is sen- sensible and reasonable, and it sounds sustainable. Is it too good to be true? I don't know. So I followed you for a while before I sent you any messages and I think I sent you a few like test messages you did I, <laughs> like I like little tiny ones yeah, like I oh I talk to people at work about um when they try to you know cut out whole food groups I tell them I don't is that your best idea is that your best plan like I don't know it, because I didn't really like I knew it wasn't a good idea but I didn't have like anything behind me to so I would kind of whisper it so I sent you a couple test messages probably like over that summer summer of 19 yeah and then leading up to September I finally just thought well it's probably time to do it all at once and put my money where my mouth is and um just frankly stop making excuses of well I'll wait till 2020 or Mm -hmm. I'll wait until just these things at work are sorted out or I'll wait until like there's a thousand reasons to say no so I just just picked one that was a yes and it was I'm gonna do everything he tells me to do and I'm not going to question it. And that's how I got here. Uh, so that's how, I guess it was more like dogged determination and an uh, unwillingness to go back the other direction because I had done the yo-yo for so long, like yeah. lost it, got down, you know, like I'm under my wedding weight right now, which was like my lowest in probably several decades. I'm under that easily handily mm-hmm. and I don't really think about it other than at, women tend to remember what they weigh at certain times in their life sure. men may not but women are like oh when I graduated high school I was this way oh when I got married I was this way like I, it's a very common thing yeah to remember I, I hear I'm, that a lot yeah for sure right as I'm sharing with with my, my girlfriends at work and just other other ladies I meet you know and I'm like yeah it's it's you just have to say yes and go in that direction and don't look back. And it's sort of like failure is not an option as far as traditional, what you think of as failure. Um, but it's for me, quitting isn't an option. I'm, I might slow down. I might change my workouts. I'm, but I'm tracking my food. 
and I'm being accountable to myself and mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. And that accountability piece is is what was missing before because although I tend to be an organized and thoughtful person when left to my own devices, <laughs> mm-hmm. I might have made excuses in the past like, oh, like, I don't know if you remember when my shoulder hurt when I started or I had hurt my I shoulder. Do, yeah. and it, took, it took me like two years and it's finally starting to feel better. Yeah. And then my right knee does this weird thing sometimes. And I just, as I'm doing the workout, I modify those moves and maybe two days from then it doesn't pinch it doesn't feel weird so I continue doing the move I'm supposed to do and I don't have to modify and I just record it in my notes and I move on but like two years ago it would have been my knee hurts I need to take two (laughs) weeks off or whatever like any like oh my shoulder might be hurting I better take time off it was it was just kind of laziness and kind of that lack of accountability that's a huge part to it, right? This yeah. just the like I talk about this all the time, especially <laughs> on the podcast too. You can get all of the information out there for free mm-hmm. if you're willing to spend the time mm-hmm. and do it. But the missing link to the whole thing is having somebody there to give you an outside perspective as well as give you the accountability to make right. sure that you don't mess up because it's so easy to I do the same thing right. for myself. Just to, if you're not accountable to anybody else, it's easy to give yourself the excuse to Well, you could come up with anything. Yeah. I mean it's you know, boy, I can't do my workout. I didn't get enough sleep. Well, I better take a couple of days off to recover. <laughs> like it's yeah. just you can you can snowball those excuses into yeah. almost any reason to not work out or or you know, I always tell people at work like when they ask about the food I eat, whatever, and they see what I'm eating, and they're like, Well, how do you eat that? I'm like, You mean food? <laughs> I eat everything. But I say there's always going to be a birthday. Or like we went out to dinner last night. A year ago, that might have derailed me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's in the food. I don't like I do. But so how they, did you? What how did you? With? Yeah. How did you handle that? You go out for dinner last night, and and I know you, so I don't have to ask. You probably stayed <laughs> on track for the most part. And so, <laughs> what was different about last night than a year a year ago? Like, yeah. What What was your approach going into that meal, knowing that you're still in yeah. a fat loss phase, you're still trying to lose fat, yeah. You're still gonna go out and want to enjoy yourself a little bit and live your life. <clears throat> so, like, how did you right. make that work? I think that's super helpful. Yeah. Um, well, to be fair, I'm on a refeed. So. Oh, that's right. I forgot. It is your refeed week, isn't it? <laughs> so even with that, that's still, still not yeah. an excuse to eat four pints of Ben and Jerry's exactly. because I'm on a refeed. So well, I knew, so I ate my normal breakfast and actually I didn't have eggs, which I have eggs every day. It's just easier before work, but I had some protein waffles Mm-hmm. Kodiak ones yeah so I made like a peanut butter sandwich out of that but then everything else I had my protein shake and I I took a protein bar with me which I haven't had to use as much those are those are my go-tos when I don't know how much for, protein I'm gonna have access yeah, to for emergency. and we, that's a great mm-hmm. too. I do the same thing so but I don't I don't like to do them every day I just I know I have it and it's an extra 20 grams yep. and they taste good they're like this really they're like sugar wafers they're really good anyway so with like chocolate wrapped around it, it's so good. Anyhow, so I had that, but we were, we were in uh, the water park and they had, of course, water park type food, uh, you know, lots yeah. of fried foods and lots of um, appetizer looking things. Well, I had water and my protein bar and I think my husband bought some peanut M&Ms. I had peanut M&Ms. I haven't had those in a long time, nice. but I scanned it, counted them out, 
gave him half. I took half, but it's not like I had to think about it. He knew I was going to do it. So he gave me the label. I scanned it and he tracks his food too. So I guess that does help. Oh, that's he uses cool. the same app and he's probably lost 40 pounds. Good for him. Last year, just on his own. He that's travels awesome. for work. So the workouts are much more difficult for him. Like he drove more just when he to came. Boise and back. Yeah. It's like when he's, when they get in the workout. So he, he does more of the food tracking um, for now. That's until cool. He can figure out his workouts. But so he knew I was going to scan it, scanned it, entered it in there. And I looked at what I had left. I'm like, okay. So we kind of like, um, oh, and then I had Subway on the way I don't normally eat out at all so it was like all this in one day mm-hmm. but so we had Subway sandwich but it's Friday so we don't eat meat on Friday during lunch. Oh, you've told me that yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah so that makes protein food here but we just got every single vegetable on the menu and the sandwich was gigantic but it was very filling because it was a ton of vegetables and low and, calorie because of that I'm sure mm-hmm. yeah it was like yeah it was under under 300 even yeah. with the bread i mean it was crazy so and we did a like a vinaigrette sauce so that was good yeah but again we don't normally eat out really i mean hard, hardly anymore so it was kind of a treat so then i knew like aiming towards dinner i knew i was gonna have um fish but i know they fried it so they came out with these three huge pieces so i only ate one because that's all i could like handle because it was like a lot of fish sure and so i just ate the one i probably ate half the fries they gave me which was probably more than one serving but i eyeballed it about half and then i just went into my app and found what i always go a little bit over when i'm estimating so um i looked at it as far as what i know like a serving size to be of um bread fries and then the fish was a little trickier but i again i got close to what i think it would have you know weight wise i do have a travel scale that i have used in in my purse like a little fold out one but i did not bring that and that probably could have helped but um i like i said i didn't have that so i just eyeballed it because i can kind of do that now i've kind of gotten pretty good at uh ounces of things like Mm -hmm. in your hand like how much is that and i always go a little bit over but i was i was still under just slightly on calories i mean just just a little bit enough to where i felt like i had stayed stayed in in under my range even with my refeed but it didn't it didn't feel like well i can't eat this because it's fried because i just don't really eat fried food anymore just it doesn't really taste good to me anymore Mm -hmm. but i didn't like overthink it i guess that's the thing i think i've told you that before yeah um overthinking can lead to just beating yourself up and you end up making a poor choice because you just are overwhelmed with options and overwhelmed with, well, how much is this? And I don't know how to track it. And I might as well have a, you know, soda. Like, and I just had water. That's kind of been one of the best things is that's just what I choose to drink all the time. Mm-hmm. If I do have anything, it it's rare other than water. So, and I can't drink very much of it <laughs> because it's just so strong tasting, whether it be like, a root beer or a coke or whatever like i can only handle just a tiny bit and that's good we, when we started like, working together that was i remember you right talking, was it root beer yeah. or dr pepper? oh probably dr pepper dr pepper yeah <laughs> i remember you talking to me about um like you like to have a dr pepper once a week i think that was in your yeah. questionnaire yeah. that you filled out or something yeah you still do yeah. that that no and probably because my palate has changed, they say, yeah. right? Like, yeah, for sure. It doesn't, 
it doesn't have the appeal it did. It ha I guess I'd look at it more, <clears throat> it's got a lot of sodium, so I'm going to mm -hmm. get bloated. Mm -hmm. I don't like that feeling. It's gross. Like just, ugh, that yeah. kind of, you've had carbonation or whatever. Even I have carbonated like seltzer, like the Spendrift. Yeah. Um, like blackberry or they have strawberry and i can have one of those and not have quite the effect of like a real soda yeah like with just full sugar and everything it just it doesn't have the appeal that it did and and i'm not telling myself i can't have one at all like it's just it doesn't have the draw mm -hmm. um that it did and i think that that just gradually happened i didn't even i was just so focused on getting all my water and i know i always like at the beginning i was like oh i'm not getting enough i'm going to yeah, i'm going to do better like but i was probably doing fine i just thought i've got to have more water and it became just a routine of my i have my water um container at work and one at home i got one right here and it's if i'm in the car wherever i'm at i bring my water and it's cold you know with ice and it's ready to go and it's it's kind of just become my go-to and it sounds so simple we'll just drink water but it's not always that easy because everyone around you might not be making that choice and so you have to it's a little countercultural. it's a little um people look at you kind of funny when you just say no to something you know because they just see you in that moment they don't see all the other sacrifices Absolutely. you've made yeah. or if i'm having something friends might be like oh you having a treat you know and well yeah because they didn't see the rest of your day and they didn't mm -hmm. see that you planned for this or whatever and it's and i i i don't mind because i think yeah. it shows my friends who are interested that there is a way to monitor what you eat still eat foods that you like and not feel restricted all the time that's you know, it like that's some, that's interesting isn't it i've i've never mm -hmm. i've always thought about that but i've never um, I guess thought through it when, and I've gone through the same thing when you're with family and you're, you're, you're saying no to things, you're kind of getting demonized for saying no, yeah. trying to stick to your goal. But then when you're not saying no and you're eating something, then you're almost like getting demonized again <laughs> right. because you're eating it. And they're like, well, I thought you were trying to stick to mm. your goal. And they don't really understand right. the full, like people don't yeah. understand the context that mm -hmm. like there's such a big context to it you're right. not about the perfect food or mm -hmm. or anything like that it's about your nutrition as a whole and i think that's what you have started mm -hmm. to realize it's not about being perfect it's just about being right. persistent which which is what we've always talked about is you can fit stuff in you can eat mm -hmm. and you can go out and do all of these things mm -hmm. but at the same time if your goals are there and you're bringing the protein bars like you need to and you're being mindful with your portion sizes and just doing the best mm -hmm. that you can to estimate and be there, you're going to be just fine. You're going to make great progress um, inside of that. Yeah. So many people get wrapped up in thinking like, I'm all in or I'm all out. And the reason that you've right. done so good and lost the weight that you have and stayed consistent, I feel like is because you've fought to find that balance in the middle with the message that I try to preach about just not being all in or all out, being right in the middle and just doing the best that you can, but not stressing if there is imperfection in your day or in your week or whatever it may be right and i and i think that that's what i end up sharing with like i'm around with coworkers a lot at work obviously but i share with anyone who wants to know anything about what i'm doing because there's an obvious change like first 15 20 pounds no one really said anything mm -hmm. and then now that it's like 30 plus and really from when i i was it's more like 50 from when i started when like started. i started with you but like backing up previous to that, like that that one picture i sent 
yeah. the side by side. That one, I think I even wrote to you. That one was probably closer to two fifty. I mean, it it was significant. Yeah. But that being said, now they're really noticing and asking way more questions. And I'm always willing to talk. Sure. But the the one thing that I end up preaching on the most is not calling foods good or bad. Mm-hmm. There seems to be, especially, and I work with the majority of women, um, <clears throat> there seems to be this mindset, generally speaking, of, well, I've been good because they restricted their food all morning, so I'm going to be bad. And then they have this ridiculous, you know, lunch. And it's like, hmm. And, and again, is that your best idea? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Is this kind of how you would talk to a student? Like, is that your best plan? What's mm-hmm. going on there? Like, but they they sort of have this almost juvenile response to re- restricting food. It's like good and bad, and that's how they talk about it. And so I've worked with two coworkers specifically about retraining how they talk about food. It's going okay, but once in a while they you know they slip back into it, and then I try to talk them through like, okay, it's energy. <laughs> there are calories that are more dense, you know. Five Krispy Kremes is not the same thing as 10 cups of broccoli, but if, (laughs) obviously, but calorie wise, they could be very similar, but you've Mm -hmm. got to look at, you know, what your goals are if you want. It's the same thing that you tell me, but I've just translated it to to the women who might need to hear it. That it's, it's not, like you said, it's not all or nothing. It's, oh, I wrote, I wrote this down. Okay. This could be good. Awesome. I said, I have a lot of notes. (laughs) I said, it's not about restriction it's a mindful decline of what you might want in the short term for a better outcome in the long term that is so, good i like like that. a like a mindful decline is different than like a knee-jerk no like no i can't have that it's do i really want that okay that item whatever it is the chocolate the soda the whatever the thing the thing that you might have too much of previously that you're trying to really hone in on your nutrition. What is it? So if that's what you want, you can have some, but you have to watch the portions. You have to watch like when you're eating it, you know, are you eating your protein and your other food first and then having it? Are you like eating an entire bar of chocolate first and then, and then saying, well, I'm full now. <laughs> well, that probably wasn't the best idea. So it's, I just kept coming back to that mindful decline. Like, hmm. It sounds better than no, because no yeah. can sound kind of harsh. Mm-hmm. And it's, <clears throat> I also wrote down, I think about this a lot when I'm working out. It's not one squat that will build the glute muscles. It's mm-hmm. thousands of squats over a long period of time. So everything that I do today and I repeat the next time, it's sort of that snowball effect. So it's not. And and same goes if I miss, like when I was sick, I think I've missed the whole time we've been working together. I think I've missed three workouts. Maybe that, yeah. like Maybe. maybe tops. Maybe two. Even when you're traveling. So, <laughs> yes. Traveling yes, yes. Still, still, and I've got my plan for spring break. I've got everything ready yeah. to go. But even missing those ones did not cause me to gain 10 pounds in one yeah. day. But I think previous to this, if I'd miss one day, I would just stop working out for whatever reason. And it was sort of counterintuitive. Like, well, why would you throw everything out because you missed one day? So mm-hmm. it's sort of the same thing with building. You're not going to see 
instant results. It's going to take months and years. But if you can get that longer term mindset, your success will just, it will just be there when you want it to be, but you have to give it time. You didn't gain the weight in three weeks. You're not going to lose it in three weeks. And I think that that long range planning is very difficult because it, it does take patience and it does take um, disappointment along the way. Yeah. Yeah. It it takes um, weight, weight gain while -hmm. you're losing, you know, up Mm -hmm. a little, down a little, up a little, down a little, but that trend over time, like I've not looked at it. I just record them on my phone to, or I write them down, yeah. my weeks, my weights, and I send them to you, and I really, I don't look at them again. Um, you just obviously, I know it's you know it's going. Yeah, down. yeah. I every time, every time, because I have uh, one of those doctor scales where you have to move the metal thing. Yeah, yeah. All that. So it, it has sort of this pleasing sound of like when I move down a whole weight. The whole um, like section. I know you're talking. Yeah, about. it was like uh, sections I, or whatever. You just said yeah, that the little. Me you moved I it moved, down. Yeah, 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 the picture. Yeah, and when I moved that down, I thought that's a that's a big change. Like that's that's a significant moment, and I enjoyed it. But I thought it's just a scale. It yeah. it is not the end all be all of measurements. Uh, and before every morning, before I get on, I tell myself it's a number. It's a point of what do you call it? Biofeedback. It is yeah. a frame of reference. I, I tell myself that it's before a data I get point. on. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because if I say, boy, I better weigh this number or else, then you just can derail yourself. So before I get on every morning, I say this number, I record on my phone. I send a coach every Sunday. I'm going to get on here. I'm going to record the number and I'm going to move on. And mm. I guess it's just sort of like that mental piece. I just repeat to myself that it's not everything. It is one piece of the larger puzzle, but I get more excited about adding like on my, um, what did I add yesterday? I did. Oh, on Monday I added, yeah, I had it cause I keep pretty good notes on my, um, what I'm lifting, you know, the volume, mm-hmm. I think that's what you call it. Yeah. And I, I went overload. up, mm-hmm, I went up on everything this week. Some of that had to do with me, me discovering pre-workout. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, it's very exciting. Like I am more excited about that. Like um, I was able to go up on every single thing. Like and I'm doing um, the what do you call that the floor press. I yeah, think the, I started at like press. 12 pounds, and now I can do 24, and it's not a 24 each side, and it's not heavy enough. And I know that, but I don't. I don't have anything beyond this, so I'm looking at getting those barbells or excuse me the dumbbells that go up to 90 not that i need 90 but like for some things i could but like we um, could switch that to a a barbell a barbell right i was gonna ask you about that just as an aside because my barbell is um 44 pounds so i was like well i'm already doing 48 my husband said yeah you could be doing the barbell i was like okay well i need to figure out where i'm gonna put the bench like i mean i just i that's new to me but that to me is way infinitely more exciting than the scale what that exactly is doing because sure. it's going to eventually go down as I lose more fat but I'm way more focused on my increases on mm-hmm. all of my moves because that is trackable I have it from day one and I can see that I've you know I've increased in across the board so to me that's that's data points that are um, more exciting to track the weight is just one piece 
but I think women especially can get stuck on well I'm like I think one of your posts the other day was like well, when I get to this certain number then I'll be happy right then mm-hmm. I'll be content or then I can just stop well breaking news story <laughs> even if you get to that whatever weight that is you have to look at maintenance which we've talked about as being like kind of that next step of what does that look like because that's a that's a new territory Absolutely. for me is getting to a certain weight but certain fitness level and then just existing there and if I want to cut again I know how and if I want to gain for whatever reason whatever that's called when you bulk, bulk or getting, I don't, gain, like if I wanted to do that right there's all sorts of names whatever that looks like at that point I have control over that I know how to go into a deficit I know how to increase increase and decrease those calories yep. safely or I have the resources to figure that out mm-hmm. and I think that's just way more exciting than any kind of um, weight loss where you're just counting on that, you know, scale to go down or it's going to ruin your whole day. Like, yeah. I think what you've done, you've done really well and adopted is letting your, let it, making the scale follow your actions. I talk about this sometimes. A lot of people will let the scale dictate their actions, but what mm-hmm. you've done is force the scale to follow your actions. That doesn't mean every single day you're going to, mm-hmm. well, there's going to, it's going to fluctuate up and down, but as long as you just keep putting in the action, the scale has mm-hmm. no choice but to follow given you just keep doing that over time instead of getting so emotionally attached to it. So I'd love right. to that just a little bit. Let's say that you have, um, a good day, the scale goes down a little bit. Let's say you stay right on track for the next day and then the scale goes up a little bit because this happens with you. Your, your yeah. body in the first of the week seems to always trend up a little bit and then as you stay more consistent through the rest of the week, yeah. the drop and then you're hitting new lows and going through that same fluctuation. But the, um, over time, it's, it's tracking down and you're making progress. Mm-hmm. So like when you have like a low day and then you have a day where you're up like maybe a pound and a pound and a half, mentally, is that something that you're still struggling with? Like how how do you work through that? How have you got to the point where it doesn't affect um, you? I guess, does that make sense? Or did it ever yeah. affect you? I think like the first, I'm scrolling back on my notes. The first, probably like into November when I was like, I'd lose like, you know, two pounds in a week, you know, like that was, that was kind of exciting. But then it did kind of taper off like into slowed down for December. And, yeah, December and January. And then um, I do remember feeling a little bit like I knew by the end of the week I might drop, but that like Sunday through Wednesday seemed to be a little slower. And it it was a mental adjustment of like, well, and even if I end the week even or even up half a pound or a pound, I knew that like, I just had the sense that eventually it would definitely go down. Like I didn't know when, but I thought, well, that consistency piece just, that's probably like the top word of, you know, if you did like a word cloud of everything that I talk about mm-hmm. that at work with family, whoever wants to talk about it. And even if they don't, sometimes I talk about it anyway, but usually I wait till somebody asks, but that's like the sure. number one word is just being consistent. And that means there's going to be a fluctuation in the weight, but I think I just knew from reading everything that you wrote and then the things that I read on my own, I just knew that consistency was going to be more important than beating myself up over, you know, a half a pound or a pound gain. A, a when short I, well, term I, data point. That means exactly. Long run. Exactly. And I, 
that kind of is a longer, it's a longer conversation with yourself of what do I really want? And if I want it bad enough, and if I want to be more fit has been my goal, I want to be able to do a pull up. Oh, I went down another notch yesterday. That's awesome. Again, that's three or two, three. (laughs) Yeah. I started at one. I'm looking at it now. I started at one. So that took off most weight and now I'm on four. So oh. for, for those of you that are listening, Jen's had a goal of um, doing her, when we very first started. A 40 she said, year goal. Yeah, she said, 40 I, year. I want to do a pull-up. She's never done a pull-up before. So we've been strategically, um, she's been using assistance for the last while. We started with just eccentrics. Are you still doing just eccentrics or are you pulling up with the bands? I, like I have four right now. It's like four sets of four or six. Of and, eccentrics. Um, the eccentric. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I. I use the assistant, my assistance loops to, to go up and then I come down. So I guess I do like, but I don't do it on all the reps, just the ones I can, cause I can get about two assisted um, pull-ups and then, and then it's like, it. okay, <laughs> I take a break. So then I do what's in on the program, which is the, the starting at the top and coming down mm-hmm. kind of slowly, I guess. Yeah, the- cause I, I don't just like drop down. I try to like, you know, force myself to, to go slow. So I do, I do those, but sometimes just for fun, I come out and I have these other resistance bands that are different. And I, I put my feet and foot in those and just see how many pull-ups I can do. Mm-hmm. So I do those just for fun, but um, like randomly if I'm just out on the ground, but the loop or the main band that I'm talking about, the notches, that one has like a canvas strap and each, each loop you go down, there's actually only there's only three more three more notches That's but awesome. that i couldn't even move a quarter of an inch on the most help last year and now i can do full pull-ups with the assistance the, um, assistance yeah but yeah. every notch that i go up is a little less help yeah so that's been fun just yeah, to see that kind of growth. Which is, I think we started doing that in September. This is where most people mm-hmm. go wrong, in my opinion, is they don't realize the time investment and the work it's going to take to reach the goals. Mm-hmm. That they have. Like a pull-up for yourself. If you've never yeah. done one, it takes work and it takes yeah. a plan to be able to get there. You're just sticking with the plan, making a little bit of progress each and every week, yeah. each and every block, and eventually you'll have it. But where people get in their mind is like they want it and they expect to have it by next month you've done a really good job at one but and understanding that there's a process to get there and in learning to just enjoy and accept the process instead of trying to find like the quick hack or or whatever right and adding all the other pieces that i'd never knew about like the inverted rows which is yeah those um, help too using my barbell to pull up those those i've i started way higher i had it probably the bar probably chest height and now it's about my waist that's awesome and then i'm still i still have my my feet kind of in like a half crab position they're not straight out yet i'm getting there but again each incremental you know growth or piece of growth like when i'm able to move the bar down or i'm you know going up a notch so it's like less help i have to do more of the work each of those things is going to add up to um being able to do a pull-up and there will be a video I might, I might put that on the internet. I don't know how these things go. I'll probably just send it to you because I don't know how all that works. But yeah, it will be, and it won't look like much. If you just see it, you're like, oh great, she did a pull up. But it has been, 
a lifelong goal because I think it it says a lot about fitness. It says a lot yeah. about it's like a full body uh-huh. um, situation with full body move back yeah. and your core and it like it involves everything and it's yeah. to me it's like the pinnacle for just being able to do one because so many people probably want to and just have not for whatever reason put in that time to be able to do it. And I'm speaking women specifically. I don't know one, maybe one woman in my life, one coworker could probably do one maybe out of the hundreds of women that I know. I mean, it's, it is, you know, of course there's like the, gals on instagram but i'm talking like just your everyday gals it is not something that is really even talked about i bring it up and people are like oh i could never do that well you can't if you say you can't but i just decided to stop wondering and start working exactly that's that's what i do but yeah yeah, that's been cool that one will be super exciting because that's taken it's taken a lot of work and it's taken um, yeah. The weight loss side of it. Well, every single exactly putting the work in and and being able to because you're right. To some people, they see do a pull up, like oh well, that's cool, but they don't just understand what it represents to everything mm-hmm. to what you've done to be able to do it. Which is it's just like a symbol of everything that you've done and, and right. hard work and and just sticking to the process. Eventually, that will pay off with time. And everybody's payoff is a little bit different than anybody else. Right. Cool, because you're yeah, you're it might your own might take a while and I'm okay with that because it's almost like the journey to get there like everything that I will all the fitness I will have built up to that point like all of the things that I'm doing obviously are not just focused on me doing a pull-up they're all part of it it's not the it's not my only fitness goal but it is probably close to my number one goal mm-hmm. because all the other things steps that I'll be taking to get there where oh and I went down so I do my incline push-ups on stairs that go up to my loft and I've I was at the fifth stair and then I was on the fourth stair and yesterday I moved down to the third stair and so I and I record that so that I remember what I'm on Mm -hmm. and it's um it was way harder because it was the the end of the um finisher or whatever the yeah, part like of my the, your finisher yeah, kettlebell swing and then the inverted row finish. and the push-up though so that those three are hard mm-hmm. and i was like well i could i could just do another week of the fourth stair mm, it's friday it's end of the week and i just decided to go for it and so i had low i dropped down to the third stair and it the first set i was cause like i ended up doing like four rounds first set I'm like this was a terrible idea <laughs> like but i sometimes that happens where i'm like oh no 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 it's too hard like i had to put in more effort shock shocker because yeah. it was the third stair but i finished all four rounds at the lower level and i thought well that's that's how i build the um strength is when it's a little bit hard, I just keep doing it. I mean, I'm obviously not injuring myself. I'm yeah. making sure it's not that kind of pain. But the the growing the muscle pain feels good mm-hmm. because yeah. then I'm sore in my um whatever that part is between your shoulder and your chest muscle, right in the I don't know what the, your lat. No, that's not your lat. What's the front the pectoral something? Yeah, it's just the front of know. your pec, right there. It's yeah, the shoulder and a bit of your your pec that you're using when you're doing the push. Yeah, so, yeah. that's sore today. I'm like, all right, did something good, and then I moved up to that forty pound kettlebell. Which I had that delivered to work, and that was kind of a hoot because no one could move oh, it. Oh, did you just get and that? There, did you just? Get no, it? I got it like two weeks ago. 
Did you tell me right, that on remember, the last phone call? Well, remember when I, I tied it. the, no, I got it because I had to tie a 10 pound dumbbell to my 30 kettlebell so oh, I could do yes, the yes, farmer's yes. carry. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I had my, it's just easier to have stuff delivered to work because my driveway is like, you know, straight wow. downhill and the UPS yeah. truck can't get down here. It's like a mile long. So it just worked. It's just easy. So I was like, oh, I'll just have everything delivered there. Didn't think twice about it. It came in this little box and my, um, our secretary, she, she could move it. She probably herself is, you know, 120 pounds. She's very petite, but she was, she picked it up and she tried to do something with it. And I was like, Whoa, Hey, <laughs> I don't want her to injure herself. And she's, she's strong for being petite. And she's like, what are you even going to do with that? And I was like, Oh, all kinds of things. <laughs> and so we had the whole conversation, but then um, a couple other people tried to like, just pick it up. And it, it's, it's a significant weight. Like, significant and that's almost, there. it's like, almost the weight that I've lost. I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, that's cool to think hoisting, about it like that. Yeah. That's hoisting, cool. Yeah. Whenever I pick up like my weights, I always think this, I've lost more than this, like my 24 pound dumbbell. Like I lost more than that. That's yeah. good. That's a lot of weight. Like I just, but anyway, so I had, that was kind of funny when I had that sent to work. Cause then it kind of signaled like, what is she even doing with that? And then I got more questions about workouts and a couple gals do kettlebell stuff after work at, at their, gym so mm-hmm. we were kind of comparing notes on that and that was kind of fun like what you're doing but i don't have a t- right like what and they're like oh i don't want to go too heavy i'm like mm-mm, mm-mm, girl you can go heavier nope that's a good <laughs> you are not you're not gonna get bulky <laughs> you're not you're that's absolutely a, not tough <laughs> that's a good conversation to have too so around that with lifting you're talking about right. how you've gotten way stronger um you've yeah. almost got a pull up down your um having to buy heavier kettlebells you're going down on yeah. ups and stuff before when you were working out before we were working together did you have yeah. that mindset like you wanted to be strong and like you realized that being no. strong like, you're gonna help your goal or or what was kind of your no. mindset there and then how did it shift um, to how it is now because I haven't even had to really have that conversation with you too yeah. much you just kind of yeah. taken the programs and what I've told you and just done it so like what happened right. there um I think it was just I wanted to be smaller like mm-hmm. leaner but I didn't know what to call it just I wanted to weigh less but I thought I would do that through cardio because you know generally speaking that oh, people that run they seem to be skinny or you know I just I don't know there yeah. wasn't much logic to it other than yeah. well I need to be on a tri- I don't have a treadmill so what am I going to do so I started walking I walked all the time Mm-hmm. not tremendously fast but I was like well I'm gonna walk you know this much and then I, when I did the the online program with the other brand mm-hmm. big brand I was lifting weights but I didn't increase I just used the same weights for did they talk to you about increasing or anything? Uh, like, was they just said like yeah, use a weight that's comfortable well comfortable sure. didn't didn't What's for me yeah right like yeah. 10, 12 pounds is comfortable. Not really doing much. Like (laughs) what's comfortable like that. I don't know. There was not that talk of like how much more can you do or more sets. Like I do way more sets of things now and it makes sense. And we've been pushing um, your sets. You're yeah. mm -hmm. You're doing a lot more Mm -hmm. now than you were before. Yes. Um, So my goal is always previous to working with you is just, well, if, if I do enough cardio, I think I'll just lose weight. I mean, Mm -hmm. there was really no logic to it outside of 
Well, what I'll try else that too. Yeah, exactly. That's, just, that's the yeah, common was, thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, if you're gonna, if you want to lose weight, you gotta do cardio all yeah. the time, and it still shocks people when I tell them, "Yeah, I have my metabolic days," and I, I read somewhere uh, my cardio is just lifting weights fast. So, uh-huh. <laughs> like that. It's kind of what the metabolic weight. circuits are, though. In, exactly. In, in, like, exactly. Yeah. And it's not. I always give it with a little bit of tongue in cheek because it's yeah. not. It's not like I'm just whipping around this kettlebell yeah. crazily for an hour and calling that my cardio. It's it's all well planned and you know very organized. But I I had a gal ask me, um, well, okay, so this this will be a good indication. This is what happened. Okay, so I won't say where I was, but it was a friend, someone that doesn't that knows me, but not like super super well. Mm-hmm. And she asked me, she hadn't seen me in a little while, and then she saw me, and we got together, and she said, um, uh, wow, you know, you're looking really small. And I always counter that with, I flex my muscles, <laughs> like, <laughs> but you got to feel the bicep, get in here. I'm going to feel my quads every time, because I don't want them to think I'm just getting skinny, because I'm obviously... Not Put on some skinny. a good amount of muscle. I'm more lean, right? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm smaller than I was because of the shedding of the fat, but it's not. Ugh. I'm like, get in here, feel that. You yeah. see that? The shoulder definition. Let me take off my shirt <laughs> or my like my sweatshirt. Let me show yeah. you. And so I did that, and she was like, "Well, how much cardio you're doing? Like, just dedicated cardio?" I said, "Um, well, I countered with I lift a lot of weights. I lift a lot of heavy things." move a lot of things around my gym and I said I don't I don't just like stay on a treadmill I don't have one uh, but I, like I don't just do dedicated cardio for an hour a day six days a week and expect to see these kind of results yeah and she said well it's just so hard during the winter to work out and I said I hear you it is one of the hardest times it can um, be in the summer too though like that's just exactly a, you know, exactly like, pick your it's just a, exactly and again, there's the excuse of, well, it's winter. I can't work out. Well, it's summer. I want to go hang out and exactly. do things. And I don't have time to work out. There's always something. Mm-hmm. And then you got to eliminate that excuse. So she, and I, I'm getting to the worst part. So she, oh, she <laughs> leans in and she says, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. This happened to me. She leans in and says, she looks left and she looks right. And she, because there was other people around. Mm-hmm. She leans in and she says, you know, you just wonder sometimes when someone loses weight if it's drugs. Oh my! <laughs> right, and I, I, it took me back because this person is not someone who makes these kind of comments just sure. on the fly. Yeah. She had thought about this. She yeah. put some thought in this, and I did crack a joke. I mean, I won't, that I won't share the rest of that. But I did crack a joke about, oh yeah, you nailed it. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> you definitely figured out my secret. Maybe she and thinks I left, that. Do you think right? she thinks that because uh, this this is maybe just my opinion? But do you think she thinks that because she's tried things that haven't worked for her, so she's just going to the yeah, extreme? Right, and it's an extreme. It's like done, yeah, yeah. No, and uh, I don't. It, I still, it was like, it was like a scene out of the office. I don't know if you've ever yeah, seen that Yeah, no, show. absolutely. Yeah, I watched right. that show a lot and it was yeah. just, it, it felt very like comedic, but also very biting and very true and very like, I don't know. Like it's it too was, good to be true to lose exactly. it. Food, exactly. You know, like, well, obviously it wasn't um, hard work and discipline. 
it was that stuff. Okay. Alrighty yeah. then. And yeah. I haven't, we haven't revisited the conversation with yeah. that particular person, but it's um, definitely sits in the back of my mind. Like, all right. So I guess not everyone is supportive of this journey. Yeah. And, and I don't think that this person is unsupportive. I just think she yeah. didn't know where to put what happened to me. Like yeah. she hadn't seen me and then it was kind of shocking because it is a significant amount of weight to have lost. But over the course of such a long time, to me, it it's both quick and it's taken a while. Like it's, been slow it's and not steady. even a yeah. year, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. We haven't gone I'm just super starting. fast. Yeah, we're just starting super fast. You're, we're six months <laughs> yeah. in this and we're down yeah. 35-ish pounds together. Yeah. I would yeah. argue that it's more fat than 35 pounds because you have put on some definite muscle too. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah. for people, it, Slow it, and might steady. Out, it might bring out a bit of an insecurity in them to yeah. see you look that way. Do you know what I mean? Because, right. and so they combat it with something possibly negative. And that's kind of a part of the game. When, yeah. when, when you get into better shape, other people see that. And if they haven't feel like they've improved, it brings out an insecurity. So they've got to make exactly. an excuse um, for that reason. We're not saying they're wrong. That's, that's human nature. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's especially true with, Women, women can be notoriously unsupportive. And I would say that I have surrounded myself with some solid friends who are supportive mm -hmm. um, and who do understand the sacrifice of what I do and that it's, yeah. that it's for a, a better end. It's for um, the right reasons this time. And I, I do have a good support group in that sense but there's just people kind of more on the outskirts that are just kind of seeing it and not hearing the conversations I have about food and about fitness and all that and they're just kind of you know they see me in a while and they see me and it's kind of shocking and it's, they just kind of assume a lot and if I don't have time to talk to them it's it's unfortunate but I but I do try to kind of push into that that tougher conversation of they want to know what I do and are they ready to hear the truth which is that it's not easy. It is hard, but as the saying goes, you can do hard things. Mm -hmm. um, you can't be scared. You can be like a little bit nervous, but you can't be like scared to make those changes because it will be hard. Because it definitely will be. But I think, well, not I think. I know that it's worth it in the end um, to be more fit and healthier just in general like I it doesn't it's not just one goal there's like a lot of layered goals of like my pull-up my ultimate goal um and being able to lift more and push more and be more generally more fit will prepare me for everything else that I want to do yeah. and have you noticed that it transferred over a little bit mm -hmm. yeah I'm mm -hmm. yeah I'm way more focused on my goals at work and like when I'm lesson planning and when I'm um, collaborating with uh, my coworkers and when I'm making goals, you know, for our family, just all around things are easier because of the harder things that I've chosen to do. That that's makes a, sense. Like, no, that's amazing too. That's what it's <laughs> about, in my opinion. Right. Fitness is supposed mm -hmm. to enhance the rest, the rest mm -hmm. of your life. That's what it's done for mm -hmm. myself too. That's why I love it. Mm -hmm. That's why I love to coach is because of mm -hmm. the reason. Like you think you're doing this just for the weight loss and to look better and to become more confident. Right. 
but the best byproduct, what it brings is the focus and the self-belief it really puts into yourself to tackle all of those other things that you have for yourself, whether that's your family, your mm -hmm. social life, your, your mm -hmm. work life, your business life, and then everything can prosper just because you believed in yourself from one thing like mm -hmm. losing weight or getting stronger or putting on muscle and sticking to that goal that was hard. It shows you that you can do the same thing in all the other aspects of your life. So that's the ultimate payoff in my opinion, I think, and what's so cool to see in somebody like you or um, the other people that I'm able to work with too. So I think that like, for me, that's where I get the most gratitude from it. The weight loss is awesome, but if it's going to transfer to the mm -hmm. rest of your life to make that better too, like what's better than that? Do you know what I mean? What's a better payoff than that? Right. And it's this, there are sacrifices that I've made, but at the same time, it's the sacrifices themselves you know, getting up earlier or staying up later, you know, to get my workout in depending mm -hmm. on the day or all the the food ups and downs, like deciding what I'm going to eat and when and how much and the control that I have over that aspect transfers to all the other parts of my life that I need to plan ahead and goal set and all the other um, aspects of just daily life. Uh, other goals that I have, you know, I have my goals of how many books I want to read per year. <laughs> I love yeah. reading. And um, that seems kind of funny, but at the same time, it's like, I'm able to set bigger goals because I think, well, X amount of books, you know, I did last year. What can I increase? Okay. Well, I can probably read this many more because I think of it in terms of like my, you know, my, my pushups, mm -hmm. um, the incline, you know, going down and down. And I, I tried some incline or regular pushups. I haven't done a like when I say regular, not from the knees, but just your traditional, just push up yeah. on the ground yeah. that people do. Uh -huh. <laughs> Apparently people do them on the ground. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I cranked out a couple of those the other day. I've never been able to do push ups, and Good I mean, you. never, I mean zero. And I just, the other day I thought, I don't know why I didn't think of it before, but I thought, well, if I'm going down on my incline and I'm doing the inverted rows, I think of all these things that I do for my upper body strength. I was like, I bet I could do push-ups from the ground yeah. and I just it was like at the end of my workout and I think I did two that's but amazing again from zero absolutely like I can be in a plank position but it was never happening like and I yeah. could get down but I can never get back up and I did it and I it was really empowering because I thought well I wonder what else I can do so then so I've been playing with some of that like well I bet I can go up another notch. I mean, so I moved it and I was like, sure enough, I could do that. But it's sort of, it's almost a novelty still because there's a lot of things like that that I for so long was not able to do. They just weren't on the docket of skills that I had. And now I'm finding, you know, those kind of things are, are coming up and I can, I can have success in those ways that I never was able to do before. But it's because I've made all the other incremental changes along the way that have added up to me being able to do those things. Like I can't just do nothing for six months and expect to be able to do a pull-up. Obviously yeah. there has to be work leading up to that. So I just committed to that doing, doing the work necessary to get to my goals, which then I make new goals because obviously when I can do one pull-up, guess what my goal will be after that more than one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And sets of them, because apparently that's a thing, doing sets of pull-ups. And Definitely then that is. can become part of, you know, I'm looking at my workout sheets now. And instead of the banded pull-ups, it will be 
two sets of four, whatever, like whatever mm -hmm. the, the math will be at that point, it'll just, I'll just be able to do them. And then I know people do weighted pull-ups. It's a whole world out there that I, I look at, <laughs> you know, longingly, like I yeah. will be able to do that. Like, and someday I'll be doing a weighted pull-up thinking back to when now, and it might be three years from now, but I'm willing to put in that time because it's worth it to me to have those fitness goals beyond the scale, beyond mm -hmm. even food. While those parts are important, being able to become a more fit person and be healthier just all around has become more of a focus. And I think that shift, that never happened. I never had those conversations with myself. It was just, well, I'll just restrict, lose weight, maybe, do a bunch of cardio, weights I'm not really sure I don't want to get too bulky like all the things that just got blown out of the water when I started working with you like okay the scale is a data point don't mm -hmm. obsess over it food you do need to track it if you want to be in a calorie deficit you have to be mindful of what's going in your body uh weights you're not gonna look like, look like Arnold Schwarzenegger even if you wanted to um <laughs> you're just gonna I wrote another note to myself like it's not like and I've sent you those pictures it's mm -hmm. not like, tell me again how this body is bulky and Arnold Schwarzenegger looking as compared to just the fat. Like, it's yeah. not like you just, you're just shedding the fat to get, I think of it like carving, to get to the muscle that you have been building that you can't often see until you shed some more of that fat. Absolutely. But so it's like a total, total shift in all positive directions. There hasn't been one thing that I've really had to, that I can think of to say, well, I'm really missing out on this or, you know, I do this and boy, it's such a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice, but only for the good. Right. 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 So. Which is super cool. And I think that's a good place to um, end on. Do you have, I know you said you have some notes. Do you have anything else? That I think, you oh, there was this um, song lyric by this rapper. He's a clean rapper. Who's the rapper? Um, he goes by NF. That's his name. Oh, I know NF. I like Nathan. NF. He's got, yeah. yeah, he's so got I, some good stuff. Yeah, I listen to a lot of his stuff when I work That's out. That's cool. Because, so do I. Because I do, right? And it's yeah. just, I, and I like a little rap. I like other music, like, I didn't like know that folk about music you. and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. I That's love rap. Cool. That's but cool. it's clean, so it's not, you know, it's Rick. Dropping F bombs and pops out here, or some, yeah, like somebody else drug comes stuff. out here, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah, and he actually talks about like, I'm not going. Like he raps about, I'm not going to do. You know, maybe if I did these things, I'd be more successful. But I'm not. You know, I'm not going to talk like that or whatever. And he's mm -hmm. had kind of had kind of a rough um, growing uh, up. Yeah, he's and he about it a little bit. Yes. Oh, yes, quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So he has this one song, and he said, um, he's got two options. He's going to make it or make it. <laughs> like and those that. are his options. And the first couple of times I heard the song, it was just during my workout. And I didn't, um, I didn't maybe listen to the lyrics. And then when I was probably when I was doing something a little slower and I could listen to the lyrics, I thought, oh, that's true. Well, you've got two options, make it or make it. Like it's not, you might fail, but try again, make mm -hmm. it or make it. And I just, that kind of, that kind of, spoke to me because it's it's not all or nothing like we started the conversation it's not even this or that it's making those small changes over the course of time so it's the consistency over a longer period of time 
that will get you to where you want, want to go, but you have to decide that it's time and you don't want to wait one second longer. That's all, my only regret. Should have started like 10 years ago, but I'm glad I started when I did because now I'm more than six months into my new life and I'm excited to see, you know, six months from now and like a year from now and two years from now. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's cool. I think a cool part about that too is when you say you've got two options to make it or make it, it's, <laughs> it's almost saying that if you're real with yourself about that statement, it's saying that failure is a piece of the process. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because mm-hmm. there, there are going to be setbacks. There are going to be times where you feel mm-hmm. like, you know, there's going to be mess ups during the process mm-hmm. of making it regardless. And so where people fail is when they treat the failure as a failure. You know what I mean? You're right. going to mess up. You're going to have issues. You're going to miss a couple workouts like you did. You're going to go out mm-hmm. to dinner and you're not going to be able to track everything perfectly. Like these types of things are going mm-hmm. to happen. But as long as you still just stay dedicated to the long-term process and decide to make it instead of using little excuses to set you back right. further, you're going to make it. You know what I mean? So I mm-hmm. really like that. I think that's a good place to, to end it on, too. This was an awesome conversation that motivates me to, to keep going, too, because we all get into ruts. You know what I mean? Like with your training, oh, yeah. your life, with everything. And so just to be a part of yours and watch what you've done. I have, all I've done is give you some simple steps that you need to go execute and hold you accountable to them. And it's you that yeah. goes out and does that every single time. It has, it really doesn't have a ton to do with me except just keeping you accountable to the things that you told yourself that you're going to do and, and let right. work. So you've done amazing and it's awesome getting to be able to work with you. So I really do appreciate it. Well, thank you. I appreciate it everything you've done <laughs> absolutely just changed my life that's yeah. all yeah well <laughs> just something simple just changed my life that's all you've done that i just give you some workouts <laughs> and macros to follow along too <laughs> right <laughs> but anyway yeah i do appreciate you Dan. i appreciate you taking um your time today too as well to sit here and chat and to hopefully help some other people and open their eyes because I think a lot of people are in your exact same position um, beginning they're trying different things they're focused on cardio and food choices and and the things that aren't as big of a deal they're, they're worried about methods instead of sticking to principles they take principle or right. as principles instead of learning right. principles and, and creating their own methods to go around right. them, which is exactly what you've done you know the principles I lay the principles out for you and we work together to create methods to be able to make that happen. So, so yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. Anyway, my wife is behind me with my baby and she's crying. So they're <laughs> bombarding in. So I really do um, appreciate you coming on and hopefully you guys stay safe and don't get sick with the coronavirus and everything. Yeah. And that all goes good. It seems like kind of a crazy time at the moment with everything going on. Yes, it is. You guys as well. Thank you. So, Anyway, I'll talk to you on Sunday on your check-in. Do you have anything else for me? Can't think of anything. I think we're good. Awesome. If you do, I will just email me. I'll talk with you through the week. Okay. Sound good? Okay. Sounds good. All right. Enjoy your day. Thank you, Jen. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. If you made it through this entire episode, I've got two things for you. One, go down below. In the first link, you'll see a link to the Macro Starter Kit. This is a free resource that I give. It'll help you set up your calories. It'll help you set up your protein levels. It'll show you what kind of foods to be eating to start reaching your goals just the way that I've been able to help Jen and all the progress that she's been able to make 
are created off of those exact same principles that I lay out for you in the Macro Starter Kit. Again, it's 100% free. You can start benefiting from it just as hundreds of other people have been able to do for themselves as well. And number two, if you got a lot of value from this episode, I'd be super appreciative if you could take a screenshot share it on your IG story, and then tag me in that IG story so that I can repost it on mine as well. And I'll shoot you a message personally thanking you and um, just let more people be able to see the show and possibly be able to benefit from this conversation. I feel like me and Jen had a good conversation that's going to show some value and what it really takes for you to be able to go out and create substantial change and weight loss inside of your journeys to the better body composition that you're looking for. So again, I really do appreciate you guys for listening and I'll talk with you soon.